check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Nate, and this is Dummy with the Details, episode 26. Uh, this episode, I'm here without my co-host uh, this time. Uh, we're a day late on on putting out the podcast, and she has some stuff that she had to go do. So, um, yeah, it's just me. It's just me today. So, just like, the, just like the good old days back in, you know, almost, I started the podcast back in May, so... Um, and you know what? It feels kind of weird doing it by myself again. Cause at least like the last four or five episodes I've either had a guest or it's been me and Sadie doing it. So it's kind of weird being back by myself again. I feel like I'm kind of just talking to myself. He's, you know, with her there feels like I'm actually, you know, talking to somebody now. It just kind of feels like, I don't know. It feels like the first couple episodes where I was just kind of talking to myself. So yeah, um, the good co- the good thing is is that we did uh, we did plan out this episode. We were uh, we were gonna do a different episode about the Super Bowl, but long story short, long story short, what that is is the Bengals lost, which all of us Cincinnatians are all pretty upset, and a lot of the country, honestly. Um, but yeah, and it, and it really came down to, it really came down to those last couple of minutes. I, I'm not a Super Bowl expert or football expert, or this is definitely not a sports oriented podcast at all, but it is, um, it is really disappointing to see what happened. It came down to those last couple of minutes. Um, and you know, the refs didn't want to call anything the entire time. And then those last couple of minutes, it just, you know, I saw a picture of a, uh, I saw a picture of a ref like happy that the uh that the Rams won. And that's a little that's a little um what's the word? suspicious cuz I mean, you know, w- with how betting works and everything, Vegas was stacked. Everybody was wanting the Bengals to win. So, it's like, uh eh. but that's just my conspiracy mind about it. Um So yeah, the Super Bowl happened. What else has been going on? Like I, like I said, we plan we plan some of this out. I haven't looked at any of this yet. I, I've looked at a little bit of it because, like I said, we did plan out. But some of this, she just she told me to to go over it on the podcast, and she wants me to to I guess kind of react to it. So, um, the first thing, the first thing, which I would like I said, we were gonna we we were planning this out a little bit, um, uh, but some of the stuff that's going on in the world right now is uh the conflict in Ukraine, right? This is this is a pretty uh serious situation in my opinion. I I've been out of politics for quite some time now. So I'm I'm speaking on this in a very what's the word? Um I'm speaking on this I mean, it's dummy with the details. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know all the intricate workings of how our government works or anything like that. But you know, this is, if anything, this is a civilian's point of view of what's going on, right? And I think that's probably the best way that I could approach it, because I'm not somebody that's politically inclined. I, I know, I get the gist of it, and I move on, and. and yeah, so as far as far as what's going on in the Ukraine, right? Russia is trying to move into the Ukraine and that is a little bit of an issue because we are essentially allies with Ukraine in some type of way. I don't know if it's direct allies or it's another country that we're allies with or whatever else. But it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a scary situation because if Putin does decide to move into the Ukraine, that means that we would have to retaliate. And if we go to war with Russia, 
you could almost guarantee China's going to get involved. And that's World War Three right there. I do not want to to spread any type of um, fear or, you know, anything like that. But as far as what's going on in the world, I think people should be aware of it. I've mentioned to it, uh, mentioned a, a couple of people about this and nobody even knew it was going on. And so that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a scary situation, because if if Putin does move into the Ukraine, it's only a matter of time before he starts trying to move into other parts of the continent. Right. I mean, Russia's huge. It's not like he needs more land. <coughs> so that's a little bit of a scary situation going on right now. And I, you know what? I was talking to somebody this past week about the conflict in Yemen. Right. It's been it's been going on. It's been going on for. Uh, since like 2000 and 2014. Right. And. What's going on in Yemen. Right. I heard about this on another podcast. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, uh, okay. Here we go. The Joe Rogan experience. Shout out, shout out Joe Rogan. This the last episode that we had. I definitely had some mixed opinions um, from some of the listeners about that episode. Um, That's not a hill that I want to die on. Like honestly, I try to find hills to grow on. I don't find hills to die on. If Joe Rogan isn't going to fall on the sword, why should I? Or why should anybody else? Like he came out. He did something that he said he wasn't going to do, and that was apologize for anything because it just and we, and it really was it was a it was a, a calculated attack as far as Joe Rogan and what Joe Rogan uh, what's the word he presents what he offers what he offers to to the community and to the whole population of the world like he brings on people that are either silenced or put out. I mean, I got into the, I got into it with somebody. It's like the the thing about Joe Rogan is is he I'm not going to make this a podcast about Joe Rogan again, but why people like Joe Rogan is that he has all types of people from all different different types of life and different experts in different fields and that's why people like Joe Rogan because it's not something that's fed down a line of corporation in that in that sense you know what i'm saying like that um it's not fed down the line to where it's this filtered down presentation of what you know mainstream media wants to present it's literally Joe Rogan has a scientist or a doctor or whatever else and it's people that either have been silenced or it doesn't fit the mainstream narrative. And he's a more trustworthy news source slash entertainer slash all those things, right? And it's 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 more believable than the mainstream news. And I think that's why it was a calculated attack. I don't know if I articulated it well in the last podcast, but I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so I was listening. I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast, right? A podcaster listens to podcast. Um, I was listening to to the episode with uh, Dave Smith. Dave Smith is a he's a, another stand up comedian, but he's a, like a libertarian speaker. Um, and so yeah, he was talking about the the conflict in Yemen, right? And it. it Listen to this first, and then we'll get into the discussion in Yemen. Well, let me ask you this. Like, be, being a libertarian and reducing government is what you're really interested in. So if that's the case, what are the things that get drastically reduced? Like, like besides the obvious ones like military and let's, 
what is what are the things that you feel there's egregious misspending or overspending on? Well, I mean, okay, so right. I mean, I, I know you've said besides that, but I'm still going to just react. Number one is is ending all of the wars. I mean, it's just been it's it's been one disaster after another. Millions of innocent people have been killed as a result of the wars in the last twenty years. We have nothing to show for them. Nothing. And so we should end every last one of them. And the biggest one, the biggest one right now is what's going on in Yemen. And there's talks that they're going to escalate that. You talking about Yemen again? Yes. But you were on CE Cup five years ago. It's still, and, and literally, <laughs> and no one listened to me then. And uh, um, unfortunately, no one has yet. And now they're talking about escalating it. But it's the worst thing in the world. What the is, biggest... Explain what's going on. So, uh, all right. So basically, Obama started a war in Yemen. I mean, it's... It was Obama's government working with the Saudis to to launch a war against the Houthis in Yemen. And basically the the backstory to it is that Obama had really – the Saudis were pissed off at our government, and they're a big trading partner in ours. But number one, they were against the war in Iraq uh, that George W. Bush started because they kind of were the only ones who saw obviously how this was going to go. I mean, just uh... (sighs) – If any, if there's anybody out there that listens to this podcast that says that they want to pick the left or the right, Democrat or Republican, this isn't a conversation for you. Because, I mean, just from that, you see that the, this goes extremely deep, right? You got people on the left and right involved in starting wars that are not for the benefit of the people, Right. We got into evolved into the war because we're trading partners with them, essentially, right? I'm assuming I'm some of this. Okay, the thing about the thing about war and politics and all of that is that they make it they make it extremely complicated to understand. One, it is a really complicated thing, but they've muddied the waters so much that we can't distinguish what is good and what is evil because they they've muddied the water we can't make a true moral decision of what we need to do as far as war maneuver okay because here's the thing about war is that it is it is something that is required to a degree because not everybody is going to be on the same page if we lived in a perfect reality in a perfect world yet yeah, war wouldn't be needed but unfortunately there's going to be people who want to overpower people and want to take away people's freedoms so war is needed to a degree, but it's like the wars that we're involved in now are so the the waters are so muddy that we are we as the American people are completely our hands are tied. I remember when you came out of the military, okay, not not me. I was never in the military. That that's crazy to me. I respect I respect our military. I think anybody that decides that they want to put their life on the line for what they believe is freedom and everything else, right? I have full respect for that. I'm I'm self-conscious enough, I'm self-aware enough to know the the horrors of war are not something that I want to live through in my life, right? That's just not something that I could I could see myself doing. If I had to, I could, but I do not want to, right? So I respect our military. I respect the fact that somebody, be, for something, they believe that they're fighting for freedom so much that they're going to go and put their life on the line, their their families' lives, right? In an indirect, in a in an indirect way, right? But I mean, it does. It affects their families. You know, I I, I totally respect that. But the thing about the wars that we have going on, right, is we can't make a moral decision of what to do as far as it being right or wrong. And that's a major problem. Is there a solution for any of it? At this point, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. For one, it's not left. The decision isn't left in the hands of people who care about true morality and knowing the difference between right and wrong and making sure that we our target is set on that higher understanding, 
right? The people, it's in the hands of people who are who are greedy, who are lustful, who are, they don't, they're not worried about, yeah, they're not worried about the difference between right and wrong. And I think you have to have, I think you have to have that, that inside you. We're all born with that idea of knowing the difference between right and wrong. It's not like I have to observe the world to to distinguish the difference between right and wrong. I know inside of me that, hey, killing something or someone is bad, right? I don't need to see the world and experience it to know that. We're all born with that inside of us. People can give up that idea. People can give up the the what whatever you would call it your your consciousness, God, what whatever you would whatever you would call that little distinction that little voice that you have inside of your head between knowing what's right and what's wrong. So yeah, people don't have people people in charge don't have that people don't have that that desire they don't have honestly they they've they've been given up to reprobate mind i might be speaking out of turn when i say that because i'm not god and i can't make their i can't make their final judgment but i mean the fruits of your labor right i mean nothing nothing is turning out good and one of those is yemen we'll get back to this we'll get back to it oh, and they were like you you know their big enemy is iran and you were like, well, if you overthrow the Sunni minority government in Iraq, obviously the Shiites are going to take power. And then Iran's going to have all of this influence in the region. So you're just empowering our worst enemy. So don't do this. Yeah. But America wanted to do it. Israel wanted to do it. All of the neocons wanted to do it. And so the war ended up happening. Um, and so the war happens. It went exactly that way. It was, the, it was a gift to Iran. Um, and then o- Obama came in and he... Uh, you know, made the deal with Iran that also really pissed off the Saudis. So Obama said, and you can Google this and you, you can find it, he said in order to placate the Saudis, he supported their war against the Houthis in Yemen. So we got involved in a war, which has turned into a genocide, to placate one of the most evil governments in the world, the Saudis. So Obama, that's, that's what Obama the, the man who won the Nobel Peace Prize gave us. And said that for, besides, um, you know, for. I mean, what's the what's. From a citizen standpoint, right, from a citizen standpoint, and that's the way that I feel like I have to talk about this, right? From a citizen standpoint, what what would be the purpose in that? Why are we placating to the Saudis? Right. We know that. At the at the official story is that the Saudis definitely had a, their part to play in the attack on nine eleven. So why why are we why are we still buddy buddies with them, right? Why did we go and start wars in pretty much all of the Middle East, right? At least three to five countries that we've been involved in attacks and everything else, right? So from a citizen standpoint, what? It, What's the purpose? Why are why are you placating to the Saudis? And I don't want this to sound like I'm harping on Obama, right? Because let's not forget it was Bush the Bushes let this happen. And it's it's not just the Bushes, right? This is a this is an external force. This is this is their their puzzle pieces being or chess pieces being moved around on a board. They think about us that way. But, I mean, as far as, like, the presidents and the people in charge, it's exactly what they are. They're all playing their part. Take the the external force and the spiritual talk out of it. It's like, at the very least, their God is money. And it's like, (laughs) that that can be just as bad. You You let humans start to come up with their own ideas. It gets real scary. What's the what's, what's what's the point? I I don't see I don't see what would be the point in giving money to the Saudis or placating to the Saudis unless 
you know, there's some other type of other reason, maybe like oil, right? I mean, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm talking to, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir when it comes to this stuff, but it's like, we know, we know it's all corrupt. We know that our government is corrupt. We know the wars that we're involved in have nothing to do with actually bringing freedom. It's all about money. It's all about where can they skim a little profit off the top? I mean, everything from oil to opium to sex trafficking, right? All of that. All of it. I mean, that's not even me being a conspiracy theorist. That That's the, the evidence is everywhere, right? So, yeah. Funding bin Ladenite Islamists in Libya and Syria and committing literal treason. He should be tried for war crimes and literally spend the rest of his life in a cage for what he did in Yemen. Literally all of the presidents. Of well, not all of them. To Most placate of them. the Saudis. Is that really the only motivation for us getting involved? It's, I mean, yeah, they're basically that they're a big business partner of ours. And we were pissed off and we were worried about losing that uh, relationship. In this war, the United States is... Uh, part is what so basically well okay so it's really it's the saudis and the uae um are really launching the war but it's always i mean it's the saudis doing it but with american weapons for the first uh like several years of the war we were literally refueling their fighter pilots as they were doing it and they're they're conducting the war in the most brutal egregious way i mean they're bombing like they're, they're bombing farms and they're bombing you know and they put a full blockade around the country um, so there's there, there was something at one point there was Man, I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this and it's like who's to blame who do we blame it's easy to point the finger and say it, it's it's our government it's this it's that but in all reality it's all of our faults it's all of our faults because because we constantly are we're subjugated to our own desires and beliefs, okay? We're, because of that, because of that, it fuels the the economic system, it fuels the political system into a way that they continue to, to gain power, Right? It's like, well, okay, well, how do we how do we live in a society? How do we live in 2022 without giving into into the into the structure, right? I, I guess that's that's what that's what it would be. I mean, it seems like the only answer is to live like an Amish person. Can we do that? Yeah, probably. Is it the smartest decision at this point? I don't think so. There, there, it is to a degree, right? You should learn how to cook your own or grow your own food and uh, have your own water source. Do all of those things. But it's like, is it is it the smartest decision to completely? unplug because I mean that's how we would bring down the power structure right there was a thing going around a while back about um, what was it oh I think it was the whole crypto thing right the whole uh, GameStop right and everybody they were short selling and right it was essentially making them uh, the as far as that stock crash right or boot go up I don't know the I don't know the economic terms for it, but you know I had the thought. It's like you really want to bring these people to their knees. Everybody start unfollowing everybody. Everybody go unfollow Kim Kardashian. Everybody go unfollow um, Kanye West or Pete Davidson. Those are all people on the front of my brain when it comes to Instagram because I know you guys all have heard about that. Poor Kanye. Poor Kanye. I mean, Pete Davidson is just taking his whole life away and embarrassing him. I mean, it's it's tragic. It's tragic. Uh, what was I saying? 
uh, unfollow people, right? Unfollow people. Because if you start taking away, because really, your social status is what gives you a lot of equity in today's society, okay? If you have enough followers or if you have enough, you know, social media pool, you can pretty much hit up any business you want and say, I got X million followers, either sponsor or it it brings sources of income, right? You start taking away their follows. A lot of those people that we, we know, we know that they shouldn't be held in any type of high regard in our society, but we're, 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 I mean, I don't believe in evolution, but there are times that it's like we act like dumb apes and we just follow the the lights and the glitz and the glamour. It's like none of these people should have any type of social status or any type of held in any type of regard. But it's like we followed the glitz and the glamour and they found their way into a high position of power. But you want to bring those people down, everybody start on following them. Follow people that are that, that are actually worth your attention and time. That's how you. That's how we we could get at the establishment for sure. Is it gonna cripple the, our entire thing? I don't want to cripple the entire thing because it's like if we get rid of the. Uh, because here's the thing: I think our government, at its core root and what is written on paper, is the best uh, way of. Large societies governing themselves, right? And if we cripple this idea, it's like something else is going to come into play. And that's scary because who knows what that's going to be. I'll take I'll take this type of government and let's try and work out the... the and here's the thing, is by working it out, it really does come down to our individual choices. It's like, okay, Biden or... Anybody else can't, what's the word, uh, can't make, can't make Beyonce or Eminem or whoever come up on stage and give a little speech and do a little dance and say, this is how you should view the world, right? If, if we all, if we all started devoting our time and our attention to things that actually matter, the brainwashing wouldn't be as as easy as it is. That Super Bowl halftime show was crazy, by the way. Okay? I really enjoyed it, and I realized I'm getting old. Right? I'm 27. And I was like, it finally got something going. Now, right, everybody's talking. None of the kids know who these people are. Okay, Sadie showed me this thing and said, uh, they asked, I forget what grade it was. They didn't know who Will Smith was, which is crazy. I feel like Will Smith is still, like, a well-known person. Right? But these kids didn't know, like, basic people. So I guess I'm getting old. But it's like, it's those types It's those types of people that push our culture in a certain direction. And it's like they only push that our culture in a certain direction is because we've allowed them to. So if we, if, I don't know. I don't want to be a, be a dead horse here, but it's like I need I need some rant music is what I need. I don't have rant music. How do I have this soundboard and I have no rant music? All I got is the Illuminati. Yeah, I got no rant music. I'm going to put some rant music on there because I feel like I just ranted for 30 minutes. Oh, man. What else? Sadie Sadie says she's got me some other videos on here. Uh, Wait, what's Biden say about Ukraine? Let's actually finish this out. I'm going to stick to Sadie's plan. Russian attack on Ukraine, which is still very much a possibility. The Russian defense minister reported today that some military units are leaving their positions near Ukraine. That would be good, but we have not yet verified that. We 
We have not yet verified the Russian military units are returning to their home bases. Indeed, our analysts indicate that they remain very much in a threatening position. And the fact remains, right now, Russia has more than 150,000 troops encircling Ukraine and Belarus and along Ukraine's border. An invasion remains distinctly possible. That's why I've asked several times that all Americans in Ukraine leave now before it's too late to leave safely. <laughs> Just washed his hands of any of Americans dying. We located our embassy from Kiev to Lviv in western Ukraine, approaching the Polish border. Ukraine is not threatening Russia. <clears throat> Neither the U.S. nor NATO have missiles in Ukraine. We do not, do not have plans to put them there as well. We're not targeting the people of Russia. We do not seek to destabilize Russia. To the citizens Oh, like Russia, that was on the table. You are not our enemy. And I do not believe you want a bloody, destructive war against Ukraine, a country and a people with whom you share such deep ties of family, history, and culture. Invading Ukraine will They keep to be editing like something wound. like they the said something. The United States and our allies and partners will respond decisively. And make no mistake. The United Was this States live at one point? Every- they keep doing cuts like they like he said something or he's bumbling Joe. For real. They they literally I've never seen so many cuts in one speech. Inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power. An attack against one NATO country is attack against all of us. The United States commitment to Article 5. How is close do you think that teleprompter is? I feel like he's squinting. As soon as Biden has to put on glasses, it's all over. Because he can't, he barely can see the teleprompter where it's at. And if he goes off script, it's definitely over. He starts saying stuff about hairy legs and stuff. I will not, I will not be the mouthpiece for propaganda. That whole hairy legs thing. It, it's bumbling, it's bumbling Joe, but I see what he was trying to do. He was just trying to have a nice conversation, right? And it's like, it didn't come out right. But it's like, it proves, like, I don't I don't think he's firing on all cylinders. And as soon as he goes off script, I mean, that's what they said about Trump, too. So they're all old, old bumbling people. Oh, that was it. Okay. So they're moving in. Well, he said he said that they're not. Yeah, first off, let's talk about the how he he did. He essentially washed his hands of any Americans dying. Leave while there's pretty much a chance, right? We don't want to destabilize Russia. Destabilization is on the table for how they resolve conflict. Like, come on, did we not learn anything from the Middle East? Twenty years of us destabling country after country and then say oh we're gonna fix it and then terrorists end up with our weapons it's like come on dude none of these people care about us they don't care about our opinions and any they don't care about our well-being you might have a handful of politicians that made their way up through the ranks with good intentions in their heart it's like those people don't get far and the rest they probably won't make it they probably won't make it honestly Yeah. All right. So that was, that was, that was, I guess, my opinion on the Ukraine and Yemen. So, uh, she says she's got some videos here too. Let's see. Texas trooper vapes confiscated marijuana inside police cruiser. Okay. This trooper stopped a man uh, on his way back from Colorado. Ended up allegedly stopped the man for speeding. Ended up searching like his car. Uh, took some uh, vape pens from him. No vape pen cartridges with THC. No. And within five minutes. Sorry, I don't know. The trooper reached over and got that vape pen out of the seat and was nibbling on it to see what, uh, what it tasted like. Another <laughs> twenty-five minutes down the road, pulled over on the shoulder of the road, and um, started hitting on it. Oh. The DA's office didn't tell us that. I accidentally 
inhaled THC. As stupid as that sounds. And I felt it fill up my lungs. I pushed it out as fast as I could. He pulled over and started hitting it again. This is a dumb cop. You know you got cameras and he's trying to act all nonchalant like he's holding something on the side of his face. This is a dumb cop. It's a stoner cop. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Come on, man. Is it Texas? Oh, he's there. He better go down. All right. They're locking up people for weed down there. He needs to go down. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Duke gave the right answers because his wife was watching. Oh, boy. My name's Joe. What do you rate me out of 10? Uh, my wife's watching. Okay, so thick or skinny chicks? My wife's watching. Do you think I'm thick or skinny? My wife's watching. I can't see her. I can see her. I'm scared. What if I don't <laughs> can see her. 27. I'm a six. You're a six. I'm a 27. Oh, no, I'm a 27. You're the six. Okay, and how old do you think I am? Uh, my wife's watching. <laughs> um, my, my wife's watching. Where is this dude from? It sounds like an Australian accent or something. I'm thick or skinny. My wife's watching. Uh, my wife's watching. I can see her. I'm scared. What if I don't post it? You're 27. I'm a six. You're a six. I'm a 27. Oh, no, I'm a 27. You're a <laughs> I'm a 26. You're a 27. <laughs> oh, man. What's this? A waitress was fired after receiving a $4,000 tip and refusing to share it with coworkers, even though they ain't helping her with the party. <laughs> okay. To the story we brought you earlier this week about a $4,400 tip. Two Bentonville waitresses received it while on the job. Since then, one of the waitresses no longer works at the restaurant. Five News reporter Michael Wilson is in Bentonville. He spoke with that waitress and the restaurant, asking why she no longer works there. Former oven and tap server Ryan Brent says the last eight days have been emotional. We are tipping a total of 4000 That's Ryan Monday tearing up after receiving a $2,200 tip in cash. I was definitely like just shocked and overwhelmed with joy and gratitude. <laughs> Why she got a mask on? She's sitting in her apartment. And you're on camera. What do you got your mask on for? In that moment, as soon as I realized what he was saying. Business owner Grant Wise presented that massive tip to Ryan and a co-worker. She doesn't even have a mask on at the restaurant. Keep 20% of the tip, splitting it with the rest of the oven and tap staff. To turn right back around and find out that I wasn't keeping it was kind of disheartening because we don't tip share in any way. Oven and Tap tells me otherwise, sending Five News a statement reading in part, the server who was terminated was not let go because she chose to keep the tip money. The restaurant also says tip sharing is a common industry practice. It follows. Ryan messaged the tippers about what happened, and they came back to take the money, later giving it to Ryan, but then Tuesday morning came. They fired me from Oven and Tap oh. over the phone. And I've been there for three and a half years. <gasps> so that was also like really heartbreaking. Uh, was it though? Relax. Especially when. Uh, oh, stop. 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 All right. You're a waitress. All right. It's not like it was like the best job ever. Relax. This is where Sadie would be telling me to shut up. But, I mean, relax, lady. Relax. Is Oven and tap confirming with five news. Ryan is no longer employed there. The statement we received says in part, Oven and tap does not deliver terminations lightly because we value our employees and highly respect their privacy. We never discuss personnel issues. The server who was terminated several days after the group dined with us was not let go because she chose to keep the tip money. The restaurant says the other waitress who received the tip is still employed at the restaurant. In Bentonville, covering news where you live. Mike Wilson, 5 News. <laughs> so wait, so the other lady who got the tip is still working there? 
but they fired this other girl. Hmm. It doesn't sound like they fired her over their tip money. If the other girl was there and she got the tip money and they didn't fire her, it sounds like the other girl. What is this video? Sorry. I'm looking at the recommended videos after this. Woman spots a tornado in the middle of the night. What does that look like? Oh, that's a crazy spout. It just blew everything into the water. Holy shit. This is not at night. Wow. Oh, I clicked on the wrong video. That's why. Shit! Allie! Allie! Tornado! 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 Camera quality is great, by the way. I still don't have visuals, but if you guys were watching this, the the visuals would be amazing. (laughs) It's nighttime for sure. I can't see anything. Should have titled this video Lady Screams About Tornado in the Dark. This is a two minute video of her screaming about a tornado in the dark. Let me see the tornado. Wow, this is. Well, sorry guys, we don't get to find out what it was. Stranger tells a guy to pull his mask over his. Okay, hold on. It was, and it already was. Uh, sorry? Did you put your mask up? My, my mask, it's up. You have to put it over your nose. Sir, it's over my nose. Oh, wow, that is too cool. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is how we roll. I hope that dude was an employee. If that was just another civilian, you mind your own business. You know what? You know what? How, how how long have I been going? I've been going for 41 minutes. And we already went through all of the stuff that I really had planned today. So if you've made it this far, first off, I appreciate you guys for listening. Next off, since we already went through all the all the I guess important stuff, the rest of this is just a bonus for you guys. The thing about the the whole <laughs> the thing about the whole COVID situation, right, is is this, okay? There was a virus that was created in a lab that was released on to the people of the world, right? That virus has a very high infection rate. People who are elderly and people who have pre-existing conditions where, you know, their immune system can be easily compromised or a vast variety of things. If they get COVID, they have a higher risk of mortality. If you're the average person, you don't have any any serious health issues. If you get COVID, you will be fine. I shouldn't have to. Luckily, I live in a state where you they're not still enforcing it. If I was still living in California, I would be losing my mind. Right? If you're a healthy person, you get COVID, you're going to you're going to be fine. You're going to live. Okay. The people who should be upset are the people that actually have pre-existing conditions because there was a there was a virus released on the public that directly affected you. I got it. I was down for a couple of weeks. Boom, I popped back up and I'm fine. Sadie got it. Boom, popped right back up and she's fine. Only people that have had issues are people that are older and have some prior health issues. We can't continue to shut down the world because of a sickness that has a mortality rate for a very small percentage of the population. 98.9% of people that get COVID recover. 
And those are numbers before the vaccine, right? And the vaccines, it's like uh, you're you're against vaccines. Mm, no, I think I think people should look at what see what's inside of them and figure it out before they put it into their body. But no, I mean science science has moved us along in our society, and you know it's prevented a lot of diseases and whatnot. Uh, but. This is, a, first off, it's a brand new disease, let alone a brand new medication. And Pfizer made like some $36 billion off of it. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Start following the money. And guess, oh, one thing I did see, right, for all the people who listened to the last episode, the whole Joe Rogan thing, Neil Young wants to be taken off of Spotify because, you know, of the stuff that Joe Rogan said. Pfizer owns part of his, I guess, albums or part of his record deal or something like that. It's like, oh, Joe Rogan was talking about something that doesn't fit the mainstream narrative as far as COVID is related. And a major company that is profiting heavily from it is also trying to get somehow, I don't know how Pfizer would get involved with Neil Young's music, but yeah, the people that should be upset are the people that have preexisting conditions, because if you guys get it, it's dangerous for the rest of us in the world. We have to continue and move on. We can't keep shutting down the world. I mean, that's another crazy thing that's going on is the, the truckers up in Canada. I'm late to this party, but bunch of, a bunch of truckers up in Canada going across Canada in protest of the vaccine mandate. I mean, that's... I heard this thing. It said people didn't know that they were in a revolution until either far after it had started or until it was over, right? We might be living, as far as Canada's concerned, if a revolution happens in America, that's going to be scary. But it's like, we could literally be watching a revolution happen in Canada and we're all just going on about our normal days. It's like uh, a protest that isn't... That isn't uh, being televised or anything like that nothing like i haven't heard anything about it until these last couple of days it's like they won't they won't televise that they won't televise people being actually you know if it doesn't continue to push a a narrative it's like eh, we're just not going to pay attention to it well yeah but the american people are actually outside you know haven't i don't know if it's a peaceful protest you're shutting down you're shutting down people's ways of getting food and everything else but on the other side it's like you're also forcing them to put something into their body that they don't know what it is and some people have some religious beliefs some people have some you know and they shouldn't be forced by their government to to get it especially to work and feed their families like that's crazy So yeah, that was a little bit of a uh, little bit extra for everybody who stuck around and listened to the rest of the podcast. I mean, it's it's those are the people that should be upset. We shouldn't be shutting down the world for such a small percentage of the of the population. They have to take extra precautions, and they should be extremely upset because if they get this virus that was released onto them, they could die. I'm glad I'm glad that there's healthy people that are able to stand up and fight cuz it's like somebody's got to. It's like in all reality, it shouldn't be their fight because at the end of the day if they get it they're fine. They don't have to get the vaccine if they want and I, that's why they're protesting. They're not actually protesting their government releasing the the virus onto them. Honestly, I, 
unless we cut unless we cut the head off the snake, there's no there's no end to it. It's the hydra. You cut off one head, seven grow back. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And, and what's the solution to it all? <sighs> I don't know if there is one. I don't. And if there is one, I don't know if I got it. Because I mean, like I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, everything is so muddied, and you can't make a clear distinction anymore. You literally have to go based on that in that inner voice, that thing that guides you through your life. Like you have to listen to that, because if you don't, there's going to be major consequences. There's going to be a price to pay, and you pay a price for everything in life. There's not anything you don't pay a price for. Yeah, we got. About 10 more minutes, and this podcast will have reached a full hour. I think for the people who really enjoy this podcast, we're going to bring back an old segment. And I think I have a sound for that. Wait. Wait. Just the headlines. <laughs> All right. So, this is an old segment that we haven't done in a while. It's where we uh, we read just the headlines because, what did I say? It's, it's, we read just the headlines because that's what we all do anyway, right? So, let's see. Ooh, very first one up at the top. Russia claims in, imminent Ukraine invasion of failed Western propaganda. Oh, all right, maybe we should click on that. <laughs> maybe we should click on this. Let's see. Accept. Uh, Let me see. Boris Johnson said Russia is sending mixed signals as it appears to be preparing to invade Ukraine, but Moscow said some military units are returning to their base and the West has been humiliated over its warning about its incursion. Uh, he said a program of de-escalation needs to be seen, meaning a withdrawal of battalion groups, stopping field hospital construction, and a sense that things are being scaled back, a sense that the threat is over and conversation and negotiation is beginning. I don't know. It's a scary it's a scary world we're living in right now. I mean, it's literally every couple of months something comes out and it's like uh, the world this might be it. This might be it. I mean, we've totally our whole world skipped over the whole fact that our government admitted aliens came out. It's like during during the whole pandemic and when it first started, yeah, they were just admitting, yeah, there's these phenomenons and we don't know there's no explanation for them. It's like Literally, our government finally admitted UFOs were a thing, and we just skipped over it. Uh, China says U.S. is exaggerating Russia threat to Ukraine. Did I get propagandized? Huh. Unusual number of Russian warships spotted near Japan. Biden pledged he will not send American servants servicemen to fight in Ukraine uh, how do I feel about that how do I feel about Ukraine because here's the thing all of these wars we shouldn't be involved in it's like it could be dangerous us not getting involved The hippie inside of me says we shouldn't be there, but then there's the the man side, the, the the strong side, the we have to fight and protect what 
we stand for and what we believe in. And it's like, yeah, we got, we can't let them just take over the Ukrainian people. It's like, those are innocent people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have, I don't have the answers. It's, it's all, it's all too muddy and mucky for me to see to the bottom of the pool anyway. It's literally all stuff about Russia. NATO sees no sign Russia is pulling back troops near Ukraine. Russia media states Kremlin points to high probability of Kiev unleashing military attack on Donbass. Uh, Biden vows to to rally the world against Russia if Ukraine is invaded. Yeah, I don't know. How would this play out on the overall scale? I mean, if we try to stop Russia, they're going to go to war with us, and that's not good. We still win because America, but China gets involved. That's a lot of people that's going to die. A lot of people. Uh, Russia denies that its plans to attack Ukraine soon. Wars in Europe rarely start on a Wednesday. Heard that saying before. We fear no one. Ukrainians raise flags to defy Russia invasion fear. Well, at least the Ukrainians are sticking up for themselves. Yeah, this is a this is a bad time. It's a bad time to be doing world news. This is literally all stuff about police hug protests as they roll out Alberta. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. Let's see what's new. That's what I forgot to do. Probably. Uh, the last known freshwater. Irwardy Dolphin on a stretch of the Mekong River in northeastern Cambodia has died, apparently after getting tangled in a fishnet, wild, wild life officials said. The last known Irwardy Dolphin? We gotta see what that looks like. It looks like a regular dolphin. All right. Canada's inflation rate raises 5.1%, highest since 1991. NATO accuses Russia of increasing numbers of troops on the border despite claims of de-escalation. It's going to get crazy. I know this, if they don't do something... It's going to get real crazy, and it's not going to be pretty for anybody. A lot of Americans are going to die. A lot of Russians are going to die. Ukrainians, Chinese, everybody. I mean, this is this would literally be the third war. Uh, here, uh, like I said, I don't want I don't want this podcast to be a war mongering podcast because. Uh, that's not what I'm about. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I don't find hills to die on. I find hills to grow on. I want to continue to keep growing and learning and understanding. This is this is going to be an all-out war that's going to cause a lot of death and a lot of pain. And it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. I don't want it, like I said, don't want this to be a warmongering podcast, but we should all be aware of what's going on. In our everyday lives and how we live, we have to we have to keep keep our focus and make sure our target is set for higher things, right? But in all reality, we still have to be able to we should always be looking up, but look left and right too to make sure that you're you're still everything around you is not going up in flames. I guess if you always keep your focus up and eh, you got to keep going up, right? 
I don't know. This is, that's a major philosophical debate in the weights. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a big statement, but I don't know. Let's see. Rewind. <laughs> oh man, I think that's going to be the end of this podcast. Yeah, we're coming up just at an hour. So, if you got stuck around this long, I really do appreciate you guys. Because, I mean, this this podcast was literally just me just talking off the top of my head. Like, I have no, I, I had some type of structure, I guess, but it really was me just floating around in my head. I had, like, I I actually miss my co-host. I miss my co-host today. So, you know, she, she kind of keeps me directed in the conversation to a degree. So, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad for the people that stuck around and listened to me rant and rumble rant and mumble and bumble for the last hour i appreciate you guys um i possibly we're gonna be uploading another we're supposed to be uploading every every monday we might have another podcast coming out later this week but if not it'll definitely be coming out on monday today's tuesday i know but super bowl work all of that it didn't happen on monday this week but it's coming to you tuesday be sure to look out every Monday for when uh, we drop the podcast. It's usually around 12 o'clock on Monday. So, you know, right after you get off your lunch break, go ahead and pop in your earphones and, you know, listen to Dummy with the details. Be sure to share this with a friend. You know, uh, it definitely helps out the algorithm. And, you know, it gets it – gets, I've always wanted this to be a community podcast. So, you know, once we get enough people really engaged and listening and, you know – I want to I want to start having meetups where you know we can all get together and you know people of one mind just get together and talk and you know and, and people without the same mind you know I, I have no problem with people that disagree like the last podcast that I had a lot of a lot of people disagree with me but that doesn't mean that you know I still can't show love and you know be a friend or anything else like differences of opinion is how people have conversation and people grow from those conversations and we can all move forward. So, you know, everything I say, you're probably not going to agree with me, just like how everything any of you guys would say I would agree with, but that's the way, that's the way it goes. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, be sure to share the podcast. If you guys got anybody, you know, that you think that would enjoy the podcast, be sure to share it with them. Share on your, you know, if you guys, uh, I've been trying to share some clips of the podcast. So, you know, if you guys want to share those, go ahead and share those. But be, be sure to, um, on iTunes, be sure to follow, um, on Spotify, be sure to follow on that. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be it, guys. All right. Bye. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.
sound white, boy. Right, boy.